Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com just dudes on the island that you'd be like hey i have 48 tree branches and they're like yeah we'll give you five bucks for it like, great <laughs> yeah <laughs> i found some garbage do you want it and they're like yeah sure <laughs> hell yeah why not or there's a guy in a boat that'll sell you some art yeah your house yep you can hang out with blathers yep he didn't really want to hang out i mean you can just He's like not like sociable you can stand next to him stand there <laughs> i love him so much they're like hey blathers you want to look at this bug and he's like no, no. <laughs> i always this is so silly but i always like either try to group bugs because if you give him more than one thing at a time he's not like bugs he's just like oh thanks for the donations yeah or if i only have one thing to give him and it's a bug he's like do you want to hear facts about it i'm like no you don't have to tell me anything else just keep it i know (laughs) he's like thanks for making me not talk about this i'm like all right it's a butterfly dude like maybe i know even the butterflies he's grossed out by you're an owl what do you eat mice i guess <laughs> what do you eat? Sandwiches? <laughs> Tea and crumpets. Probably. I love Blathers. He's a little British man. I was like, maybe I'll change my last name to Blathers. <laughs> That'd be really good. I uh, recently, because I'm on like the Animal Crossing subreddit. Yeah. And I just go on there every once in a while, and somebody was like, "Oh, I'm trying to make an all cat island. So if anybody has cats." Let me know. And I was like, yeah. I have one. You know, Bob lives on my island, and I don't really care about him one way or the other. He seems mm-hmm. nice, but I'll, I'll go bother him until he leaves. Yeah. And they're like, all right, tight. Let me know. And then I tried <laughs> I tried to, like, bully him into leaving. Yeah. And it, I felt so bad about it that I Aww. literally went back and I was like, this is taking forever. And I feel like this is the meanest I have ever felt in my life. <laughs> I was just, like, smacking him with my net Aww. and, like, shoving him. Aww. And he was like, why are you doing this? <laughs> And then he's like, go away. I don't want to talk to you. You made me sad. Oh, I no. Just like, I'm so sorry. I just want you to go live on this island with the other cats. Like, yeah. I wish there were an option that you could just talk to him and be like, hey, yeah. do you want to move? I love you, but like. there's But other that's part of the strategy. Island of cats. I yeah. know, but like, it was awful. If I'm, it was easy to collect all the ones you wanted, it wouldn't be as, you know. Well, not even easy to collect. Just get rid of the oh, ones. Yeah. You know, I could just be like, hey, man. Yeah. Or if you could just visit other people's islands and just, like, plant the seed of, like, hey, yeah. whenever you want to leave, you would be welcome at my house. And just give right. them that, like, connection. I don't yeah. know. The person on Reddit was going to trade me meringue, too, which is a rhinoceros. Who, yeah. She dresses like Anne Burrell. Like, she's wearing, like, a chef coat and a red apron, oh. and she has a big red tie. And her horn looks like a strawberry. Oh, my God. And I was like, I want her so bad, but I can't keep mean- being mean to this cat. <laughs> like, I just can't. I know he's not real. He's just ones and zeros, but I can't do it anymore. That's how I feel playing I video games, too. I on I played all the Mass Effect games, and you can be, yeah. like, Renegade or Paragon or whatever. Yeah. And 
I chose a conversation option once that I thought was kind of neutral. Yeah. Because you choose the options and that's not exactly what you say. Yes. And I killed someone. Yes! And I was like... <laughs> Wait, is it that guy? He's like, like working on something. Oh. There's a... He's there's... like a mechanic doing... I don't know. He's doing something and you yeah. like hit him with a wrench. Oh, And I shit. was like, no! And then he dies? I don't... I mean, maybe I just knock him out. But... Oh, still. It hurt me so much. I yeah. Thought. <laughs> no, I was just thinking, there's one guy who, and he's, like, kind of skeezy, and he's, like, bothering you. You're, like, in a building. And it feels yeah. kind of like, like, there's music playing. It feels kind of like a nightclub. Oh, sort yeah. Of. Um, but this guy keeps bothering you, and I finally picked an option that, like, you know, the thing that it said was, like, leave me alone. And yeah. And she's just like, go fuck yourself, or whatever. It got <laughs> yeah. really intense. Yeah. And then you never talk to him again, but you find out later that he, like, killed himself. Oh, my God. And I was just like, well, I... This is not what I wanted to do. He would just wouldn't leave me alone. Like, it was really intense. And I'm like, I can't be mean in video games. I know. Yeah, I had to, like, go back and have the conversation over. Yeah. Go back to my last save point. Because I was like, I can't do yeah. it. There are options in, like, in Animal Crossing, there's, like, the seagull that yeah. washes up on the shore. Yeah. And he's like, go find my communicator parts so I can leave. And you find them, and he's like, can I have them? And there's an option to be like, no. And I <laughs> don't know what happens if you click that, because I... I'm too worried about Oh, it. no. I have no idea what happens if you're like, no, I'm keeping him. I guess he would just stay. I don't know. Oh, Maybe here. I can Google it. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> oh, you're recording. Oh. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, it's a show. It's a podcast. <laughs> this is called podcast. Replay Rewind. I'm Bucket Snake, and that's Meat Wedge, and we're here Hi. to talk about kids' movies that we haven't seen since we were kids, and we're going to try and remember what happened in them, and then we're going to go watch them, and then we're going to come back and tell you what happened in them, and give you some trivia about how the movie was made, how much money it made, other interesting facts that you can use to impress your friends, neighbors, co-workers. Sworn enemies. Sworn enemies, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you. Great, let's hear it. Would you ever... No. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Would you ever travel across the ocean on a boat uh like how do you feel about on the boat the open ocean bad yeah um but i don't know i don't i'm not particularly interested in going on like cruises because they sound really claustrophobic yeah just because they're so crowded right and i know that the rooms that you're in are super tiny yeah so they can be more crowded but i do know yes that because it's so big you don't really get like seasick yeah so the smaller the boat, the more likely you are to get seasick. So I'm like, I don't want to be on a giant cramped boat, but I also yeah. don't want to be on a tiny boat that's going to make me sick. Yeah. So I think the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> is there some sort of middle ground? I will fly to not make you sick. in a plane over it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. Although I've never done it. I just listened to a book about a research station at the bottom of the ocean. And so I just listened to a lot of stuff about yeah. the ocean. Yeah. It's like eight miles down. Mm-hmm. It's like deeper. There's like a little crevice inside the Marianas Trench. Oh my God. That goes two more miles down. And no! that's where it was. Yeah. Holy shit. And they no, built that... a little research station down there. Fuck that. Yeah. I don't even like the idea of living on a small island like, you know, the Hawaiian Islands or anything like that because mm-hmm. you can't just go. Yeah. You know, if you're like... That's what I've heard about people who move to Hawaii. They're like, it's beautiful here. Yeah. I like it, but I've done everything. Yeah. There's... I can't just go to the next Well, I was just thinking about... 
you can't know, go on a road trip. If you, yeah, you can't <laughs> go on a road trip if you got in like a fight was if you had a bad breakup and you're like, well, I'd still run into my ex all the time because this island is ten miles across or yeah. however. I don't even know how fucking big. I don't either. I'm but sure they're you big. You can't. But... You know, if you're just like, you know what, I just want to pack up and move. It's an endeavor. Like yeah. you have, you have to get all your shit or leave it, or then start over. Or like, it's just you got to get on a plane you know? or a boat. You can't just drive away. Yeah. And we Midwesterners yeah. love to just drive away. It's true. Oh my god, for fun, for you know your own safety, for yeah. <laughs> a job. For one time, I drove over an hour away to buy syrup <laughs> because they didn't sell the flavor <laughs> of syrup that I wanted within fifty miles of my house. That sounds like something you would do. Yeah, I was also avoiding writing a paper for school, so that factored into it. But yeah, yeah, I just, I just don't like it. It's not you can't just. If yeah. something bad were to happen, I could just walk. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah, you could anywhere. And things is, would get very different. Anywhere is within walking distance if you have the time. Exactly. Says Mitch Hedberg. Is it? Or is it Stephen Wright? I think it's Stephen Wright. <laughs> Either One way. One of those people with dry humor. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. So being on a place like that, like on a cruise ship, on a boat, where it's like you can't just. I mean, if you're on a plane, like you can't just leave. But. But you're not on a plane you're not on forever. Plane for, yeah, yeah. Very long. And you're going somewhere. Yeah. Being under the ocean yeah because again it's if you're like i want to leave right now it's like well (laughs) you can't you'll die you can't you have to there's a whole thing we gotta do yeah even if you get in the ship to take you out of there you have to do it slowly yeah or you'll die or you'll die your head explode yeah did you see that movie underwater with kristen stewart yeah and i actually rewatched it yeah because the first time i watched it was kind of like middle of the day in a house where i don't know it just wasn't set up for great movie viewing you know Mm. there's like other stuff going on yeah so i was like maybe i just missed something about it so i rewatched it actually a few weeks ago yeah and i was like oh no this is just bad (laughs) (laughs) it's not i don't know but it's just that feeling of like she can't just leave yes i saw it in the theater nice i was just like yeah look behind you that too like humans are not we can't see behind us. No. And so that freaks me out sometimes, too. It's like, I can only be looking in so many directions at yeah. once. That's and we're not thing. meant to be under that much water. Be, no. We can't sure. breathe underwater. Nope. Did you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honestly, like, if we didn't have... It's, you know, it's our big brains. Yeah. And thumbs. Right, yeah. That have set us apart. Because, yeah, we can't run very fast. We can't see at night. Can't smell super well. Can't, can't swim. Can't climb trees. out in the sun too long. Yeah. We can't even walk until we're, like, year and a half. Yeah. You know? And even then, it's like, (laughs) barely. sometimes not in the direction you want to go. Yeah. (laughs) It's wherever your feet decide to go, and you fall down a lot. So, like... Yeah, you can't really be in charge of your own safety for, like, 20 years. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, truly. We have rules for about that long. It's true. Like, you can't even... When you start driving, there are still a lot of rules. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even if you just think, like, from an animalistic standpoint, like, yeah, it's a couple years before you could even hide like run and hide like you just kind of lay there and you're like oh something doesn't eat me yeah but speaking of i was watching an animal show the other day and a stingray in a zoo gave birth yeah and it was very cute yeah but they were like and now she's done with being a mother like their baby stingrays are like ready to go yeah they don't require any mothering sharks are the same way yeah in fact, they're like, if we stick around too long, she might eat us. So oh we gotta God. go. <laughs> like, they just the, go. The mom shark is like, look, I made food. <laughs> <laughs> mom, what? No, you're a snack. <laughs> you're so it's small. Just, yeah, so many creatures that are just like, you know, a lot of them 
can get up and run right away but they yeah. still like need their mom yeah in the ocean especially they're just like you just have to go yeah get what if a current takes you away <laughs> you can't be looking for your mother you just have to be ready to go yeah. or like tiny little baby turtles that like their moms lay them and then they're like well good luck out there and they're not even there yeah when, when they they're hatch. born yeah. yeah they just don't go towards the headlights go right. towards the moon make sure you go towards the ocean yeah whoops not even gonna leave like a little map i feel like we're setting this up like we're gonna watch like something dark <laughs> it's true and we're gonna it's watch not. like the lightest goofiest of movies i know sorry um, it's that book i've been reading yeah made me think about the ocean too much yeah anyway my answer no it's scary <laughs> yeah i sometimes i think it would be cool to be a pirate yeah i think it'd be fun modern day pirates though no not yeah. a modern day pirate like a old school pirate sure. bonnie what's a lady pirate's name and there's an Anne. anyway mm. Yeah, like an old school pirate. Bonnie and <laughs> Honestly, it might be Anne Bonnie, but something like that. Yeah. There's a cuz there's a statue of her with like her shirt open and her boobs are hanging out. Oh, tight. Because she I love was boobs. like I, right. But the, it's like, her and another pirate that they're like fierce lady pirates and they would be like fighting a dude and then once that dude was dying, they like rip their shirts open and be like, "Yeah, a lady killed you. What's oh. up?" So it was like a, you know, show of dominance. Yeah. Like just in case you oh just thought God. I was a soft man. I love that. That's a show of dominance. Yeah. Just like... Look at my titties. <laughs> it's just humiliation. <laughs> On top, insult to injury. I've been carrying these shits around and I killed you. Yes. <laughs> Truly. But, uh, yeah. The romanticized version of pirates is cool. The actual yeah. practicality of pirates sounds miserable. Yeah. I don't particularly like ocean water no. if i can't take a shower right after just being salty yeah. all the time and crusty and if you didn't know the thing about the oranges <laughs> you yeah, got you like scurvy and all that shit there's a reason so. they never show below decks on pirate movies either yeah it's gross in there where do they go to the bathroom just over a hole <laughs> just over that you just hang your butt out over the edge <laughs> have a friend hold on to you They just lower you in the water and drag you along for a while. <laughs> you can scoop and clean it up at the same the day. time. <laughs> yes, getting back to our roots. Oh my god, alright. Wipe your butt with the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> like a real man. Like a man. Whew, boy. Okay. Glad well. we cleared that up. Speaking so, of wiping your butt, what movie are we talking about? <laughs> isn't it obvious <laughs> oh we're talking about muppet treasure island yeah kicking off this this month of love <laughs> this yeah. movie that i love yeah and that's all that matters that is it, that, it's our podcast yep do what we want i love it so much well i i don't actually think i've ever seen it like <gasps> i might have because there are scenes in my head of muppets in the sandy place but mm -hmm. they're so vague mm. and they may have only been like clips that i saw yeah so i don't know maybe i haven't seen it hmm. well so tell me all about it well, how much do you know it's i mean it's the story of treasure island yeah mostly yeah i have never seen an actual adaptation of treasure island so i don't know how close it is. i started reading the book for a while like yeah but um who wrote treasure island robert lewis Stevenson? Stevenson? Yeah, that sounds right. I think so. Don't add us. Yeah, don't. don't this is a that. movie podcast. We'll we'll find out <laughs> when we come back. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, uh, you know, they take 
some creative liberties, obviously, but it's about a little boy named Jim Hawkins who gets a map. He works at a tavern called the something. The Admiral Benbow. That might be a person. Anyway, (laughs) he works at a tavern, and there's like an old pirate whose name I'm trying to remember. Billy Bones. Yeah. That like hangs out there a lot and is like renting a room and stuff. And Billy Bones, he's played by Billy Connolly. Oh. Uh, And Jim get to be friends. Rizzo and Gonzo also work there. Yeah. At the tavern. They're just like orphan boys that all like work here together because they don't have anywhere else to go. And one day some pirates come in looking for Billy Bones and they give him the black spot, which is a sign that a pirate is going to die soon. Ooh. And so he starts freaking out and goes up to his room and is like, Jim, you have to take this treasure map and make sure that nobody sketchy gets it. Mm. It's the, it's Blackbeard's treasure. Oh. And Jim's like, okay, but I'm just a boy. What am I supposed to do? And he's Mm. just like, no, no, no. And then he dies. Because there's a, (laughs) (laughs) they, and then uh, he just died. Rizzo goes, he died? And this is supposed to be a kid's movie. <laughs> and then he comes back to life. He just, like, had, like, a heart attack or whatever. And he's, like, fine. But he, like, he's like, ah, oh, Jim! And, like, talks to him for a little bit. And then he actually dies. Oh, my God. And Rizzo goes, we're standing in a room with a dead guy! And then they all go running out. <laughs> so it's really silly. But so the pirates come to attack and they burn the tavern down. So Jim's like, well, guess I'll go find something to do with this treasure. And so yeah. he rents a boat from Squire Trelawney, which is Fozzie Bear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's real dumb. He keeps saying he's a man that lives in his finger. And he's just like... What? No, he did all that. He hired the crew, not me. Oh, my God. This little man that lived in my finger. And they're all just like, wow, you're an idiot. And they hire Captain Smollett, played by Kermit the Frog. Uh-huh. And then they hire uh, Long John Silver, played by Tim Curry. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And, like, this is, when people are like, the first movie that you saw with Tim Curry in it is, like, this is the one. This is yeah. the one that I think of as the first introduction for me to him. The first one for me was definitely Fern Gully. Mm. And then, yeah, it's, so they go, they find out that Long John Silver and his band of pirates are uh, pirates. Yeah. And that they have, like, a mutiny and they try to steal the treasure and they find it. Cool the end there's a lot there's so many lines from this movie that i just think about all the time they when they first get on the ship they meet long john silver and rizzo sees like an entire cooked turkey and he's just like yoink and he's eating it and then well so gonzo and him are still talking while they're just like whatever runs you know rizzo just eats all the time yeah but uh he sure does. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm the cook here. And Rizzo says, if you're going to be the cook on the ship, Mr. Silva, I'm definitely going to need bigger pants. <laughs> He's just like, so fat. <laughs> it's really cute. Yay. It's a great movie. It's a got a lot movie. of great songs. I love a cute movie full of great songs. Yeah. The biggest deviation, because they get to the island and they find, in the book, it's a man named Benjamin Gunn, mm-hmm. who was marooned there forever ago. Yeah. Back in, in the day when you could just get marooned on an island. Yeah, people just leave you there. Yeah. In Muppet Treasure Island, it's Benjamina Gunn, and she's played by Miss Piggy. Oh, <laughs> Cute. Yeah. <laughs> so, she plays, like, a little part. Uh, Statler and Waldorf are the figurehead on the boat. Oh, no. <laughs> like a mermaid. <laughs> <sighs> so. <laughs> That's funny. They do a lot of yelling. Yeah. It's great. Sam the Eagle is there. Yeah. I'm incredibly excited yeah i didn't realize how many parallels there are with uh pirates of the caribbean but that makes sense yeah because jim hawkins is a character in pirates of the caribbean it is yeah he is Uh uh-huh 
Well, one of the characters is named Jim Hawkins. Oh. Well. Yeah. And the black spot comes up, which is like a yeah. pirate thing, but yeah. yeah. It's just a, a piratey thing. <laughs> piratey thing. Yeah, supposed to talk about piratey things. I've been trying so hard not to sing that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's, it's such a god it's just so cute there's like a song where they talk about how like when they first set out and they're sailing for adventure on the open sea but fozzy bear's like <laughs> they talk they're like we want to hire you to you know give us a ship to yeah. sail across the ocean and he's like the ocean and they're like you know the big blue wet thing he's like oh the big blue wet thing <laughs> so when it's his part of the song he's like sailing for adventure on the big blue wet thing <laughs> god it's so dumb but not like annoyingly d- yeah you know, yeah just, like, just muppet, muppet dumb yeah muppet silly it's the perfect. best kind yep is it more for children than christmas carol yeah i would say so nice hell yeah i'm excited yeah i love jim henson yes yeah this one is i love muppet christmas carol it's probably my favorite christmas movie but it is a little scary at times and this yeah. one is just just pure silliness and delight tight yeah well, let's go watch it. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. a fucking swashbuckling movie yeah it was so many pirates so many piratey things very piratey that was a very good movie i love it so much i had a great time i had no i wasn't worried oh yeah you remembered so much of it too like you knew it's just in there there are so many things (laughs) it's just in there from this movie that i think about all the time like just when you know the guy says i've got cabin fever and the other guy goes i've got it I think about that a lot when you know when it's relevant. Yes, all the time. (laughs) The IMDb says I'm up at take on a classic tale. Yeah, it's just like oh okay. Yeah, we knew that. We knew. 
And so it begins. Mm -hmm. It opens with dramatic music, a sweeping shot of the sea, some mountains, an island, the opening credits. Yes. Once again, we get like the Kermit the Frog as Captain Abraham Smollett. Yeah. Gonzo and Rizzo as themselves. Gonzo the Great. Oh, yeah. Pardon me. Gonzo. My humblest apologies. <laughs> How could you forget that he's a uh, whatever? Oh, whatever. Yeah. So there's a voiceover explaining. He's like, oh, I used to be Captain Flint's first mate. Mm -hmm. Which I think I, at the top I said Blackbeard, but it's Captain Flint. Yeah. Sorry. And he's like, yeah, we, you know, the, he found a bunch of treasure. He took it onto this island and they buried it. And then he killed them all, basically. Yeah. He says, you know, 15 men went onto that island and none of them returned. Yeah. And they showed this happening. Yeah. Like a little flashback of it happening and them all like digging a big hole and putting the treasure chest in there and then the sounds of gunshots. Yeah. Yeah. While a song is happening that is just so good. All the songs in this movie. All the songs in this movie are good. Are so good. And this one is, it's just the Jim Henson Muppet creation. What do they call that? <laughs> Just flexing. Oh, you yeah. Know, where they're like, look at all these Muppets that we made. I which know. is why I think a long time ago when I was like, I want to see them make Anaconda with Muppets. <gasps> it's because there's these snakes that are like slithering yeah, around yeah. and hissing. And they're great. And yeah, just all the different creatures that are singing this song. They even it's... have singing like little bugs. Yeah. That are just like little mosquitoes. Yeah. Or whatever. Shiver my timbers, shiver my sails. Dead men tell no tales. Uh -huh. And everybody dies. <laughs> it's badass it is it's really good it's fun i do love that there seem to be a lot of muppets that i was like well i've never seen that muppet and then you don't ever see it again they were just like <laughs> filling in the empty spots with yeah. just like random muppets which is tight yeah yeah so billy bones now in the tavern is telling this story he explains that flint left that island alone and he died before he could get back to the treasure and no one knows where the map to it is mm -hmm. the other patrons of the bar well, Billy Bones says something like, isn't that a crazy tale? And the other yeah. patrons are like, yeah, the first 10 times I heard it, my dude. Right. They all finish like the last like, and if that's not a tale worth telling, you know, they're like, yeah. we heard it. Yeah, we get it. Mm -hmm. And then Billy Bones suggests that Jim Hawkins, the adorable little uh, barmaid. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> child with a mullet. Uh -huh. <laughs> Might be the one that has the map. Mm -hmm. Maybe our own Jim Hawkins has it. Like, thanks for the reveal on the character right and little baby jim says no way my dude if i had it my friends and i would be out looking for the treasure mm -hmm. gonzo's like yeah we would be out there having an adventure yeah and rizzo says i would not nope i would trade, trade it. it for snacks for some hot food yeah but billy bones is like listen the most important thing to look out for is the one-legged man the one-legged man brings death Mm. And they're all like, yes, we know. He's like so serious about it. He's like, seriously, seriously. And he's like, oh, yeah, if we see yeah, him, we, yeah. we'll tell you. But like, we can't. Okay, heard, dude. Like, calm down. <laughs> they're freaking out. But then the lady who owns the bar, Mrs. Blueridge, yeah, comes in. Blueridge. And is just like knocking everything over with her giant butt. Yeah. <laughs> and then blames Jim for it. She's like, boys, look at the state of this place. And it's like, it's that like was your, your butt did it. It was your butt. Anyway. She comes in. She's like, all right, time for everybody to go. You know, pay your bills. Get out. We'll yep. see you tomorrow. Billy Bones is like, I'm going up to my room. And everybody leaves very quickly. This is the quickest a bar has ever emptied. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's easier if you don't have to run credit cards. <laughs> just like, leave your true. money on the table and get out. 
there are a bunch of patrons who are pigs, which is very cute because yeah. she starts to say that it looks like a pigsty. And then she's like, <laughs> no offense. No offense, gentlemen. No offense. Yeah. And then as they're leaving, she says, don't forget to come back tomorrow for our lunch special. Roast suckling potatoes. Yeah. The pig like looks at her and she's like, potatoes. <laughs> and then a potato in a bonnet walks out and is like, Meh! And she's like, no offense, man. <laughs> Potato in a bonnet. <laughs> I know. It's so silly. It is super silly. So she's like, she yells at Jim, Gonzo, and Rizzo because there's, you know, the ones cleaning and shutting the bar down. And she's like, don't forget to put out the lantern or you won't get any food for a week. Mm-hmm. Which is rude as hell. Yeah, they're going to die. But they're out there talking. They're doing like the three kids in a trench coat. <laughs> trying to reach the lamp to put out the fire. Yeah. And they're talking about how their lives suck and there's got to be something better out there. And Jim's like, I don't even have any family. Yeah. Which offends Gonzo and Rizzo, rightfully. They're like, what about us, dude? And he's yeah. like, I mean, you know what I mean. And they're like, yeah, do we? But he's like, come on, you know, we're your family. And he's like, yeah, I guess so. so <laughs> Rizzo they... says, I mean, I guess I am a rat. <laughs> yeah. And Gonzo's, Gonzo's a, a... Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he's like, you know, I just want to go out and explore like my dad. He was a first mate. Yeah. When he died, when I was just a little boy. He started out as a cabin boy. Yeah. Sailing on the China Sea. Yeah. And worked his way up to first mate. And I feel like that's my destiny, too. I'm not supposed to be here cleaning up after drunk assholes. Yes. And And then then they sing a song. They sing a song. And again, the song's great. But... Mm Jim Hawkins' voice is so high. Yeah. He was like right at right on the cusp of going from a boy to a man mm-hmm. when they made this movie. Yeah. But I guess they recorded all the songs first and then he like hit puberty, so they just like dubbed over his like you know, these parts. Like they just had yeah. him lip sync to his own songs. But I'm like, you should have re-recorded that because his voice is so high and he doesn't talk like this. No, he doesn't talk like it. And it's it's not a bad voice but it is really high and like it's a it's like really weirdly like breathy yeah yeah i don't know it's it's my least favorite part yeah i will say and the song song itself is good yeah the song would have been better i think if they had just yeah just redid it but yeah because the song is fun about you know how there's got to be something better Mm -hmm. for me they're like yeah (laughs) they talk about you know what they want to do but then their song ends and Billy Bones shows back up. He's just super drunk. And he's shouting about how he needs rum. Rum till he floats. He's got the horrors. Yes. <laughs> Which like, <laughs> this man with the DTs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, really kid appropriate shit. Right. And uh, he's like, Jim tells him he'll give him a little bit of rum. Mm-hmm. But from up somewhere in the building, we hear Miss Blivridge be like, don't give him any more rum. <laughs> I was like, how does she bloody do that? Yeah. They, she keeps doing that where she's like very far away and they say something and she hears and they're like, how does she do that? Yeah. I remember watching this movie as a child and my mom saying that we weren't allowed to say bloody in this oh. like, context. Yeah. Because, you know. That, I mean, they mean it as a sort of swear. Right. Like, how does she fucking do that? Yeah. But I was just like, it's not that bad. <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. But as they're standing there sort of arguing about rum or not, there's a knock at the door. And a Muppet dressed in rags wearing two eye patches. Yes. <laughs> comes in smacking his old cane around. Mm-hmm. He's looking for Billy Bones. I thought for the longest time 
that his name was Blind Pierre, but it's Pew, P-E-W. Yeah. And I didn't learn that until I read the book. Oh, is he a Muppet in the book too? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because the way he says it, Billy Bones, it's me, Blind Pew. Yeah. But I always thought he said Pierre. But yeah. So he comes in, he's looking for Billy. Billy's like signaling for them to be quiet. Yeah. Because he's, he's blunt and he's wearing two eye patches. So yeah. he's just feeling around. But finally, Jim comes over and he's like, you know, excuse me, sir. There's no Billy Bones here. Yeah. Yeah. Bar's closed. The man that you're looking for is not here. And Blind Pew grabs him and is, what do we have here? A pretty little girl, eh? And is like playing with his hair. It's like, I'm a boy. <laughs> but so Billy Bones like cocks his gun at him and Pew hears it and just goes like flying across the room and ends up right in front of him, grabs his hand, hands him a piece of paper and then leaves cackling the whole way yeah pulls a classic blind guy who is actually very adept at doing things it's like blinking yeah and then the second that he's like has finished this task he's back to like tripping over everything right bumbling about Mm -hmm. yep so billy is holding a piece of paper and it's got a large black circle on it and he's shaking yes his hands are very shaky yeah it's the horrors (laughs) that's true (laughs) and he says the black spot Uh and he begins packing his things yeah and jim and rizzo and gonzo are like what's what why are you freaking out like what's happening what are you doing and so he explains that the black spot means that you're about to die Mm -hmm. it's a pirate's death sentence Mm -hmm. his shipmates are coming for him and they're gonna kill him but he's like no way i'm gonna get out of here i'm going after that treasure myself yeah because he has Flint's map. Oh my god. What? I never saw it coming. But then he has a heart attack and falls on the bed. And yeah. Rizzo, he died? And this is supposed to be a kid's movie. But he's not dead. He's not dead. He wakes back up and he says, Jim, Jim, Jimmy, Jim, 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 Jimmy, Jim, 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 Jim. Get the map. Yep. That's what they're coming for. So you get it. Hide it. Get out of here. Go after Flint's treasure yourself. Make sure you get away. Mm-hmm. And so he goes through his chest and he finds it. Mm-hmm. And Billy Bones is like, yeah, go after it. And remember what I said. And like, we know. Beware of the one-legged man. And he's like, yes. And also running with scissors. Anything pointy. Don't run with anything pointy. <laughs> and he dies for real. And they all freak out and they go running out. Yeah. Which is really cute because Billy Conley was very proud of the fact that he was the first person to ever die in a Muppets movie. Yeah. And Rizzo says, we're standing in a room with a dead guy. (laughs) (laughs) Take off running. As soon as they get downstairs, boom, there's Blonde Pew and all the other members of Billy Bones' crew. And they have come to get the map. Mm -hmm. They they helpfully state when they walk in. Yes. Give us the map. Yeah. The pirates are trashing the place. Gonzo and Rizzo are hiding in a supply closet. Jim runs upstairs to wake up Miss Bloveridge. A pirate discovers that Billy Bones has died Mm -hmm. and realizes that the map isn't there. And Miss Bloveridge, Bloveridge, Blubber, (laughs) yeah, sends Jim down the back staircase because she understands what's happening. Yeah, and Gonzo and Rizzo are trying to load a gun. Yeah, (laughs) but they just have like the barrel of gunpowder and they're just spilling it all over the place. Yeah, and then Rizzo's like, "I found, I found the bullets," and then drops them all over the place. They're like scattered and they're just like yelling at each other. Mrs. Bluebridge is just beating up pirates left and right. Yeah, it's great. And then we see this one pirate, who's a big dog, Mm. get into the storeroom and, you know, tell Gonzo and Rizzo to give them the map. 
but they're like we don't have it and they throw their hands up and drops a candle which ignites the gunpowder and they like all run around being chased by this like spark and it blows everything up it's very scooby-doo yes it's cute jim makes it safely down the back stairs and outside and then gonzo and rizzo just land in the street beside him yeah. gonzo is so excited about it yeah. he's just like right through a brick wall <laughs> I am in such pain. Yeah. <laughs> and they figure, hey, you know, we can't go home. We've got this treasure map. Let's go look for it. Yeah. And they're like, but what about Mrs. Bloveridge? And yeah. she sticks her head out. the. She like breaks through the window. Yeah, she just kicks the wall down. Yeah. And is like, I'm fine. You boys go. Oh, who am I going to get to clean up? <laughs> so, <funny. laughs> so the next day. <laughs> this next scene is just like pure chaotic ridiculousness yes muppet extraordinaire goofy bullshit yeah (laughs) they the three of them still covered in soot Mm -hmm. go to visit squire trelawney who is a master ship builder in hopes that he will build them a ship that they can take to go search for this treasure right yeah and the guy (laughs) who answers the door is just like who is this man i don't know if he's supposed to be like a a a funny cameo yeah or a reference or something but he's just like he will return on the feast of saint lulu he says why are you so good at that i I have watched this movie a thousand times and they're like well damn but he says but his young half-wit son (laughs) the young master the young squire trelawney is here and they're like great well we'll talk to him and they go to talk to him and it's fozzy bear it is who looks at their map and he's like yeah this is a genuine treasure map yep definitely real mr bimbo told me so yeah and they're like who is that and he's like oh he's the man who lives in my finger he's been to the moon twice twice he listens to his own finger oh twice (laughs) and they're like okay well you're crazy but are you will you help us yeah we'd like to sail across the ocean and he's confused by this and rizzo's like you know the big blue wet thing the big blue wet thing (laughs) (laughs) and just then there's an explosion Mm -hmm. and beaker comes crashing through the wall and gets stuck and i love beaker and he wasn't in uh christmas carol so i'm just very happy that he's there because he's like yeah my favorite muppet i think he's in christmas carol for a little bit but not for very long yeah they come in asking scrooge for money to donate to a thing and he tells them to get lost but i mean it's yeah runs away yeah okay it's yes, very short right. but he plays a bigger role in this movie yes. and i'm just happy to see him you know he's so cute and dr honeydew follows quickly behind mm-hmm. frees him from where he is stuck in the wall yeah <laughs> and he also comes over and looks at the map and they're like oh you want to go after this treasure that's why you're here mm-hmm. and they're like yep exactly and squire trelawney is like well shit let's just do it i'll fund it myself you will <laughs> Certainly. What are rich half-wit sons for? <laughs> He's right. So they go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's the ship. Jim and friends have gotten cleaned up. They look ready to sail. They've got mm-hmm. their sailing gear on. Yeah. Got their three corner hats. Yeah. And they see the ship, the Hispaniola. Yeah, it's big. It is big. I thought that there was going to be a joke here that was like, they think that this is the ship, like the big nice one. And <laughs> then like a little tiny one. Yeah. And then they're like, no, not that one. That one. <laughs> it's behind the giant ship. Right. Yeah. No, but it is. It's big and nice and it's being all loaded up. Yeah. By a bunch of dudes who look a little rough around the edges. Yeah. Not not the most savory looking gentlemen. A lot yes. of striped shirts happening on this boat, which is the clear mark of a pirate. 
that Squire Trelawney is like, everything looks great. He's talking mm-hmm. to Mr. Bimbo. Everything looks great. And the captain should be on board within the hour. Brian Henson was like super worried that the cast of this movie was going to get seasick from being on this fake boat that oh. they had like on what they call gambles. Oh. No, gimbals to like make it roll like back and forth like a real ship. Yeah. That he like got everybody motion sickness pills. Oh. And not only did they not get seasick, but it almost put them all to sleep. Oh. Just the gentle rocking. Yeah. <laughs> That's <boat>. cute. <laughs> and then we see, as I mentioned, Statler and Waldorf are the figurehead on this boat. Yeah. And they're like, they look like themselves, but they also look like wood. Yeah. Which I think is really funny. Yeah. Take a cruise, you said. See the world, you said. Now I'm stuck here on this stupid boat. It could be worse. We could be stuck in the audience. (laughs) So glad that they managed to fit them in there somewhere. Yeah, me too. So Jim and Gonzo go to find the helm, but Rizzo's more interested in food. So they go off to the ship's galley. And we hear a voice singing a beautiful tune Mm -hmm. what do you do with a drunken sailor and he jokingly immediately threatens to stab them yeah as soon as they show up he's like oh stowaways stowaways yes they're just like oh god but then he goes that tim curry way where he's like god like um what he yeah he laughs his big tim curry laugh and Mm -hmm. is so charming and it makes everybody else laugh yeah and it breaks the tension and no hetero, but Tim Curry is just so cute in this movie. Really Every time he laughed, I was like, ooh. Yeah. Oh, Tim Curry. <laughs> He's got like gray in his beard. Yes. He's wearing eyeshadow the whole time. Just a little bit. Yeah. Like, hey, dudes. Dudes, just a little Take bit. Take note. Yeah. Black eyeshadow. Not too much. Makes everybody sexier. I don't make the rules. Yep. It's just a fact. He's And he's just, he's so like cute and immediately it's just like i'm glad you guys are here you can help yourself to any food that you see like you are always a you know always welcome yep which of course rizzo was like oh hell yeah and immediately takes off and buries himself in a chicken yeah and he introduces himself as long john silver yeah and we immediately meet polly the talking lobster yeah (laughs) which jim and them are like don't pirates usually have talking parrots and then long john and polly are like Parrots. (laughs) Parrots. <laughs> Get a load of this guy. A talking parrot. Mm-hmm. But Long John's like, "Hey, we're friends. Let me uh, let me give you the tour." And he hops down from where he was like sitting, kind of on a half wall. Yeah. And we see that he only has one leg. <gasps> Everybody is like shook by that. Like they take a step back. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, what that." That's nothing. Why, look what a cannonball took off me in exchange for my own life. And no. he holds up. Yes? Cannibal. Oh, is that what he says? He says cannibal. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. He well, says, that makes way more sense. Yeah, I traded a cannibal. Because he's holding up his hand, but like he has some of his fingers bent down yeah. as though they're missing. And then he like pops them back up and he's like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, this guy. This guy's so a funny. Silly joker. A cannibal ate some of his fingers. Shit, I learned something new today. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, this charming display (laughs) makes them start thinking that, you know, maybe Billy Bones was the one that was, like, wrong. Right, he's drunk and rambling. This this can't be the bad guy with one leg. Like, like, you think there's only one guy out there with one leg? Right, he's, it's not him. He's clearly a good guy. Exactly. Just then, the bell rings, and Sam the Eagle 
aka Samuel Arrow, mm-hmm. tells them that the captain is approaching, so everybody needs to get up on deck. Yeah. He's wearing, like, an American flag for a shirt. I know. And it's, like, under his jacket, so it's not, like, super, like, in your face. But I just love that, like, Sam Eagle is, like, patriotic no matter what. Yeah, no matter what movie he's in. I'm in this very British story, (laughs) this very British (laughs) ship, but he's just like, hmm, Samuel Arrow. (laughs) And then, so, yeah, everybody's up on deck to go meet, greet the captain. Yeah, and. Meet and greet. What's his title? He's not a captain. Is he not the first mate? He's the first mate, I think. Oh, then yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But they just call him Mr. Arrow. Mr. Arrow. Okay. Well, anyway, Mr. Arrow is telling everyone that the captain is super ill-tempered. If anyone stands in the way, they'll face his wrath. He's, like, warning everybody to be on their best behavior. Yeah. If anybody gets in the way, he's going to walk the plank, basically. Right, yeah. So everybody's real tense. Yeah. Here comes a carriage rushing up. And a very cranky man steps out. And everyone on board goes, Ooh. Ooh. But then he takes off his hat, steps aside, and we see Kermit the Frog <laughs> in little tiny boots. He's, he's wearing the tiniest little boots. Yes. And like his little, you know, captain's hat and his jacket with all the buttons. And he's just like, hmm. He goes, hey everyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's so small. It's adorable. His name is Abraham. I know. Captain Abraham Smollett. And he goes, he gets on board. You know, he's looking around, saying hi to people. He goes and finds Jim. And he says, oh, you guys, you must be the cabin boys. Yeah. Which one of you is Jim? And Jim says, it's me. And he goes, oh, I sailed with your father. And I'm like, I feel like. If you had known his father, you would know that he was human. Right. Not a rat or a whatever. Presented with the options. (laughs) But good for him for not making assumptions, I guess. Yeah. Then Gonzo's freaking out. He's like, hey, that guy that we were hanging out with in the galley, did you see how many... Count the legs, Jim. He's only got one. Yeah. And he's like, hey, he seems all right. He's just a cook. How dangerous can he be? Right. And then we see Rizzo selling tickets to rats. He's like, hey, if the treasure's a bust, at least we'll make money on a cruise. And he includes an, uh, saying hello to a rat named Mr. Plegman. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, Uh-oh. that's so funny. Yikes. But yeah, uh, the good old captain says... It's time to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Arrow keeps assuming that the captain is angry. Yeah. Like there's some dust and he's like, whoever did this needs to get 40 lashes and thrown off the ship. Right. And Kermit's like, I didn't say that. Yeah. I was just anticipating your whim, sir. <laughs> so yeah, time to go. He says, the wind's with us. Let's get out of here. And they start sailing and they sing the song sailing for adventure, which again, a banger. So much fun. Yeah. Anytime somebody mentions margaritas, I think of that one little rat going, margaritas at the midnight buffet. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's just, yeah, it's just so silly. You know, they're all excited to be going and they include uh, Fozzie being like sailing for adventure on the big blue wet thing. And they're all looking at him like, what? This idiot doesn't know the ocean. Yeah. So they're out on the open sea. Time for roll call. Yeah. I feel like they should have done this before they uh, took off. A little late. You can't really like turn around. Yeah. In case you got some stowaways. Not that they would pop up and be like, I'm also here. Right. And if somebody's missing, it's just like, well, I guess they're not here. Yeah. It's too late to do anything about it. But anyway, it's joke time. Oh, yeah. Roll call. Old Tom? Here. Real old Tom? Here. Dead Tom? <laughs> it's just a skeleton. <laughs> that old Tom holds up and waves his hand. <laughs> Big, fat, ugly, bug-faced baby eating (laughs) O'Brien. 
And then we see like a super hot lady and she's like, here. <laughs> also, Clueless Morgan, Mad Monty, there's a headless guy. Yeah. Which they have to look around for him and then he like waves. Yeah. Black eyed pea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Arrow and Smollett look shook by the crew. Yeah. Though we should have thought about it again before we were on the open ocean, but that's fine. And uh-huh. Smollett's like, all right, let's uh go talk in the cabin. Yeah. Once he gets there, he's just doing that Kermit arm flailing thing. Yeah. He's like, this is the most the biggest group of villainous cutthroat pirates I've ever met in my life. Who are this group? Yep. They all point at Squire Trelawney, who then points at his own finger. <laughs> and they're like, your finger hired the crew. And he says, no, that would be silly. The man who lives in my finger hired the crew, Mr. Bimbo. And there's like, we are fucked. <laughs> and Mr. Bimbo got all his advice from Long John Silver. Uh-huh. So then Smollett turns to Jim and is like, considering that this crew looks shady as hell, mm-hmm. maybe you should let me hold on to the map. Yep. But Jim doesn't trust him yet, doesn't want to give it up. So he says, no, thank you. Yeah. And then <laughs> Long John Silver comes in with a little drink cart <laughs> and is like, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but, you know, I just thought we should start the voyage off with some brandy because it's tradition. Yeah. And then he and the captain have a bit of an argument about it where Kermit is like, oh, we're not going to have any alcohol on board. But Fozzie and two others have already poured glasses, but the captain said no, so they, like, chuck it out the porthole. Yeah. And then Long John is like, oh, but it's you tradition. Know, it's tradition. It's good luck. You know, it's for celebration. Yeah. So Fozzie, like, pours it again. Yeah. And then the captain's like, well, we want to set a good example. Blah, blah, blah. So they throw it out the porthole again. It just, like, goes back and forth for a while, and it's very funny. I know. A little rat pops up and goes, hey! Would you cool it with tossing the booze? It's peeling the paint off the shuffleboard court. <laughs> <laughs> the running gag of like, these rats are the like rats. on an entirely different trip. They should have made a sequel to this movie that was just about the rats. Yeah. <laughs> what they were going through. I'm sure they had yeah. some drama too. Yeah. And like just a, like all of the big characters in the background. Yeah, like a they're... Lion King one and a half situation. Yeah. Where it's like from the point of view of the rats, but it's the same story. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can still do it. Do you hear me, Brian Henson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, Long John's like, okay, you're absolutely right. Captain's orders. I will see to it personally that all the alcohol is thrown overboard. And he's like, come on, Jim, let's not bother the captain. Yeah. And so Jim leaves and Gonzo and Rizzo go to follow him and he just like shuts the door and they're like, what? How do you like that? I guess the humans want to talk. <laughs> and now it's nighttime and mm. the rats are all having a lovely time. Oh, they're yeah. just like, you see them like coupled up and they're smooching and looking out all over the, over the sea. It's yeah. very nice. But uh, Jim and Long John are also looking out over the ocean and have like a cool conversation where Long John's like, oh, you know, I sail by the stars and let me teach you about it. And he asks Jim to find north. And Jim's like, oh, that's easy. And he pulls out his compass and Long John like takes it and kind of threatens to drop it overboard. Yeah, He's like, well, what if you don't have your compass? Yeah. And Jim starts freaking out. And it's really sad because he's like, please, you know, please, this is beyond any joke. Like, that's all I have left of my dad. Like, please don't drop it. Mm -hmm. And long john's like oh man i'm i'm sorry kid like i, I was just joking and he gives yeah. it back to him and he's like let me let me just teach you you know like you can keep yeah, your compass yeah. but you know let me show you north star polaris yeah, there it is and they kind of bond over their dead first mate dads about yeah. how like, both their dads you know aren't around anymore and died when they were really young and they were both first mates and it's cute mm-hmm. but then long john gets uncomfortably close to young jim's face yeah he's just like oh okay if we're going 
Because Jim says, if that's north, we must be headed southwest. Mm. And Long John's like, yeah. Why? Why are we doing that? Why would we go southwest? Scuttlebutt on board the ship is that somebody has a map. And he's just like staring Jim in the face. And Jim's mm-hmm. like refusing to like make eye contact with him. And then he finally is like, ah, it's none of my business. And like kind of backs off. I'm just a cabin boy. And what do I know? And he's like, well, I'm just the ship's cook. <laughs> yep. And they're back on good terms again and they're friends and it's great. Yep, back in the captain's quarters, the captain is looking at a picture of Miss Piggy. Yeah. And here's a little voiceover about how much he loves him. <laughs> and his little wig is the cutest because it's just like at the base of his head. Yeah. It isn't even like his whole, I mean, I know it's like the shape of his head is strange. Like it's a so small. sock puppet. Right. But <laughs> yeah. it has a little bow. Yeah, if you make a little sock puppet mouth, it's just, it would be on the back of your hand. Yeah. Not on your fingers. Almost to the wrist honestly yeah. and yeah tied in a little bow because he's a little captain man so then we see the map with the overview we see the ship heading from england towards the caribbean mm-hmm. we see long john and jim becoming better friends like running around on the ship yeah hanging out bonding getting to know each other and rizzo and gonzo are just sitting <laughs> alone yeah just hanging out with each other gonzo's idea of a good time is so funny because rizzo's like i'm bored and gonzo's like it's not that bad angel marie said he would throw me a line and let drag me across the bottom of the ocean a little bit later <laughs> so it's like what he was threatening you no that yeah. sounds fun no that's like a good time rizzo's like i don't know man this crew is really shady and i feel like they're watching me all the time and they're ready to pounce and gonzo says that's just a figment of your imagination you're being paranoid and then a tiny door opens behind them and they get pounced on immediately yeah by polly clueless morgan and mad monty mm-hmm. so below deck rizzo and gonzo are all tied up <laughs> and Rizzo goes, oh, is this a figment of my imagination? (laughs) (laughs) And they have Gonzo on a rack. Yeah. And they're asking him where the map is and what he knows. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know anything. Don't know anything. So Monty cranks. And he's like, immediately Gonzo's like, wee. Yeah. (laughs) It's just making Gonzo's arms and legs longer. It's not doing anything to him other than that. It isn't hurting him at all, which I think is so funny. Yes. Because obviously this is part of the plot that needed to be kind of put into this movie, but it is still for kids. So they're like, well, we can't watch him be in pain. Right. So we'll just make it silly as fuck. I know. He's just (laughs) giggling the whole time. And Polly's like, this isn't working. He likes it. Let's (laughs) torture the rat. (laughs) Yes. So Clueless Morgan heats up a poker and is about to burn Rizzo with it Mm -hmm. when Mr. Arrow comes in and sees him. Yes. And Clueless Morgan like goes to hide the hot poker yeah, and he just, just like it. holds it in his hand. Yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> I love Clueless Morgan. I do too. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Arrow says, I say, <laughs> this does not look safe. Not. None of this looks safe. Yeah. He's very about safety. So they send Polly, Monty, and Clueless to the brig. And then they have to like un... <laughs> unlongify gonzo which he's like maybe i'll have a tour in the nba yeah and he's like before they fix him he's just sitting on the deck just like wiggling he looks like a wacky waving inflatable arm man yeah yeah he's like tickling people on the other side of the boat gucci 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 and they're just like cut it out (laughs) (laughs) i know so they like tie him to the i had to this is so silly i had to look for so long to find out what you call the part of the ship that is perpendicular to the mast that holds up the sails. Oh. Nobody wanted to tell me. It's apparently 
a very well hidden secret. Oh, did you find it? Yes. It's called the yard or the yard arm. Oh, okay. Took a long time to find. Anyway, so they attach him to that and then like they like tie him up to it and then cut some ropes so he goes like flapping up. Yeah, they call it like the window shade cure. Yeah. So yeah, he spins around and it like shrinks him back up. Yeah, he's having the best time. That doesn't look safe either. But it that's doesn't. Fine. In the meantime, Smollett asks to see Jim in his office. Yes. And so <laughs> Jim goes in there. Who's the lady pig, sir? Never mind that, Jim. Looking at a picture of Miss Piggy. <laughs> and he's like, listen, I would hope that, you know, in light of recent events, you would be willing to entrust me with the map. And Jim's like, I really don't want to. And so Smollett says, okay, let me try this tactic. As the captain, I order you to give me the map. And he's like, fine. The way he says it, though, is like, I was hoping I wouldn't have to do this. Yeah. So for a second, you're like, oh, is he going to actually be like a tough guy? (laughs) And all he does is order him to hand it over. And so he does. And they lock it away. Yeah. In the desk in the captain's office. Yeah. Mr. Arrow comes in with this big ring of keys and locks it up. Mm -hmm. And now the boat is not moving. No, they've had no wind for five days. Yep. They're all sitting around. Baking in the sun, getting weird, getting bored. And the one guy <laughs> pops up and he's wiggling. Yeah. And he's like, I've got cabin fever. <laughs> and as I just mentioned, the other guy's, I've got it too. <laughs> just the way he says it is so funny. And then they kick off the cabin fever song. Which is a bop it really is it's really chaotic yeah but it's meant to be obviously because they have cabin fever yeah and it's just really fun yeah yeah there's so much happening um they imagine like all of these like searchlights going Mm. and they're all dressed in like i don't even know they're dressed like the chiquita banana girl (laughs) where they've got like giant fruit hats on and like big puffy sleeves and like to dancing around yeah and they're all just like singing that one line which reminds me of fucking dark crystal they're oh. like we're sailing sailing the wind was on our side and mm. then dead tom is like but then it died <laughs> like, and he just died and then he just died <laughs> yes um, and it's yeah there are giant bananas dancing around with them like the little rats are singing about it it's just so silly and then right in the middle of the song the breeze kicks back in and everybody yeah. just goes back to what they were doing <clears throat> they kind of shuffle off <laughs> It's just, it's one of the things that, like, it highlights one of the things that I love about Muppet movies is that you've got these big, like, tough looking dudes, like, yeah. you know, wearing skirts and, like, fruit hats on and, like, dancing around with maracas. And yeah. it's just like, God, they're just so silly. Very fun. Back off to work because we've got a breeze now. We've got things to be doing. Mm-hmm. And then down in the brig, we see Monty, Clueless, and Polly. And <laughs> Clueless is like, hey, hey, Polly, what was that song that just happened? Polly's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, you know, Kevin, fever. Ah. <laughs> just like, he's losing his mind. Get me out of here. Yeah, but Long John is down there visiting. Mm-hmm. Oh, but just then, Jim Hawkins shows up with their bread and water for the day. Yeah, Monty goes, but I ordered the shrimp scampi. And so even though Long John had just been, we saw like hanging out and being friendly with them because Jim is there. Long John starts yelling at them, tells them they deserve to be locked up down there. And Long John takes Jim aside and is like, honestly, I should be locked up too. I feel so bad that it was, I vouched for them. I'm the reason that they got hired. 
Yeah. And they nearly killed your friends trying to find some dumb old map. Mm-hmm. And Jim says, well, you know, none of this would have happened if I had just given small at the... M- but it's too late. Yep. Because Long John is like, oh, there is a map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you know about that? <laughs> but Jim says, no, I did have one, but now it's locked up in the captain's quarters and I shouldn't have told you. But Long John says, hey, man, I'm just a fucking cook. Yeah, you just told me. You just told Long John. Yeah, we're Your friends. safe with me? We're buddies. No worries. And Jim's like, yeah, that's true. And he walks off and then they thumbs up each other and i went down another rabbit hole where i was like when was the thumbs up invented <laughs> because i don't feel like it was at this time well i mean this is a muppet movie yeah it's fine i was just wondering oh just yeah, like, yeah yeah how long has the thumbs up been around what did you find well the history of the thumbs up is a little bit questionable hmm. some people say that it was around during the gladiator days because like in gladiator you know you see like oh uh, yeah oh what's his face joaquin yeah, well, I was you know. like, I don't remember that guy's no. name, but it's Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> Joaquin, uh, given the thumbs up and the thumbs down. But supposedly in that time, thumbs up meant that he died and thumbs down meant that he lived. And then some oh, guy. So like do kill and don't kill, I guess. Well, it, no, it's just the opposite. So like thumbs down was like good and thumbs up was bad. But then some guy years later made a painting of like that sort of scenario and accidentally got it wrong showed all these oh. people like thumbs up thing or thumbs down and the guy was dying i don't know something like that so it got all fucked up but then like uh italians who would know more about the thumbs up and the thumbs down because rome and all that right. shit are yeah. like no we don't do that and we never have it was the american gis that brought it over oh. during the war that they used it for like to wordlessly tell people that like the planes were okay and i was just like so where did it come from and the article is basically like nobody really knows and i was like great i spent so much time reading this and now i've wasted your time (laughs) (laughs) um but i i tried i learned i didn't learn a whole lot it's just one of those things that like it just kind of is and nobody's really sure i mean you know people been having thumbs for a long time it's true so i bet it's been in and out of fashion yeah for many centuries yeah Pretty sure Jesus used it. Yeah, Jesus was, yeah. But I mean, buddy Jesus. Oh, yeah, buddy Jesus. Maybe <laughs> actually it was Judas. It was like, yo, guys, eh, thumbs down this guy over here. Yikes. He's the one. So. So. It's spooky out. It's spooky. <laughs> it's like nighttime and foggy and Angel Marie is at the helm making a big old foghorn noise. Very helpful. And Mr. Arrow runs into Long John, who you know, comments on the weather and he's like, man, it's nasty out. Reminds me of this ship I was on one time that ran aground because we couldn't see, you know, two feet in front of our faces. Yeah. And he says half the crew drowned because the lifeboats were leaky. And then he's like, I mean, I'm not saying that our lifeboats are unsafe. I'm just, I'm just telling you a story, you know, just, we're just uh, shooting the shit here. Yeah. But Mr. Arrow, who is obsessed with safety is like, still, maybe we should check him out. So they go down. Into one of the lifeboats, and they <laughs> we see his little eagle feet, <laughs> which is like I will never get tired of seeing Muppet feet because yes. you don't see them very often, and no. then when you do, they're like Mrs. Small. I know. So he's sitting down there, and he's like, "Well, it seems safe, you know. The caulking seems dry. Yeah, there's no pooling water. Yeah, everything seems to be good. Yeah." And Long John says, "Oh yeah, I mean they they look safe. It's really until you get them out to the open ocean that you start to have problems." And uh, Mr. Arrow's like, "Well, you know what." cast me off i'm gonna check this one out we'll see how it goes 
Yeah, and, and Long John's like, that's a great idea. Do you have anything you want me to hold on to? Yeah. In case, you know, it starts to go under or you get whatever swept away. Sure. And <laughs> his hat, his McDonald's Monopoly pieces, <laughs> uh, maybe his keys. No. Oh. And Arrow says, oh, yes, my keys, of course. If they were to fall overboard, that would be disastrous. So he throws his hat and keys up to him. Yeah. The next morning, somebody knocks on the door and tells the captain that Mr. Arrow has fallen overboard. And all they found was his hat. He's so sad about it. So I thought that something had happened to him, which is the implication, obviously. Yeah. But I just realized that all Long John Silver did was just set his hat down next to the side of the ship. Yep. I just thought that he had, like, done something to the boat. to him. Yeah, to actually make him sink later. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, but they were just like, no, he just fell overboard. He must be because he's gone. Yeah, he wouldn't. He's not here and his hat is, so he yeah. must be dead. Yep. So they have a little ceremony for him. And while this is happening, Polly, Monty, and Clueless are using the keys to free themselves. Mm-hmm. And they go sneak into the captain's quarters and steal the map. Yep. And then we see Gonzo and Rizzo hanging out in an apple barrel, eating some apples. Like you do. Like you do. It's actually like the actual scene in the book is that he's hanging out in an apple barrel. Oh, that's cute. And they're sitting there. Gonzo's like, this is weird. And Rizzo's like, oh, what? You mean like all the pirates and Mr. Arrow being dead? And he's like, well, that and my pants are full of starfish. (laughs) And Rizzo goes, you and your hobbies. (laughs) (laughs) It's very funny. Oh, weird. But anyway, so they're sitting there and they see Jim and they're like, hey, come join us. And they grab him and pull him in there with him. Yeah. So they're sitting all in a barrel. Yeah. And as soon as he's hidden, Polly comes in with Monty and Morgan and Jim overhears them talking about how they want to kill everybody on board. Yeah. And they're they're kind of like laughing. Yeah. Uh, Gonzo, Rizzo and Jim because they're mm-hmm. like, haha, these idiots, they're in trouble, whatever. Right. But then Long John comes in. Yeah. And he's like yelling at them. So again, the three of them in the barrel are like, yeah, see, they're in trouble. Everybody's yeah. mad at them. Jim kind of makes a face almost at Gonzo and Rizzo to be like, see, he's trustworthy. He'll set them right. You right, know, we yeah. can count on him. And then Long John is like, if anybody mutinies before I say so, I'll throw you overboard like I did Mr. Arrow. And Jim just looks so crushed. So Long John says, you know, we're not going to kill anybody right now. We're going to let the captain steer us closer to the island and then we'll take over. Yeah, we want to get as close as we can first. Yep. Lend ho! Yeah, just then. Perfect timing. They've arrived at an island. Yeah. (laughs) Staller and Waldorf are just like, beachfront property! Retirement estates! Bikinis! (laughs) (laughs) I love them. So the captain is telling the crew, you know, we're going to take the longboats ashore. And Jim runs up to him and is like, hey, I just overheard that Long John has stolen the map and he plans to mutiny. And Smollett just kind of goes, hmm. (laughs) It's very cool under pressure. It's great. He does a Pete Davidson playing Chad. Okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So he's like, "Um, hey, Long John, why don't you take the crew ashore? Take as much time as you want. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's a vacation. Have, Have at it. Take all the supplies you need. Yeah. Go check it out. Come back whenever you feel like it. And then he tells Jim to gather the officers and meet him in the office. Mm -hmm. Polly is stoked about this as they're being lowered in the longboat 
Polly is just like, man, it's like he's handing us the treasure on a silver platter. But right. Longdon's like, yeah, you can't trust that. So he steps up, throws his crutch on board, and as Jim's walking by, he's like, Jim, you should come with us. And Jim's like, no, nah, I can't. You know, the captain wants to talk to me, but uh, yeah. you guys have fun. And he's like, well, it's a shame. We'll have fun without you. Anyway, uh, I seem to have dropped my crutch. If you could just hand it to me, that'd be great. And Jim, like, <laughs> yeah, just barely is just trying here. to he's yeah, like, hand it to him. I can't reach you from there, buddy. You're going to have to get a little closer. Yeah. And as soon as he does, they snatch him, pull him into the boat, take off with him. <laughs> take off in a rowboat. Yeah. <laughs> Not very speedy. <laughs> in the cabin, the captain reveals his plans. Once the pirates get to shore, they will set sail. And then they'll leave them there. He's like, and we'll leave them for like a year or so. Marooning them on an island should take the fight out of them. Yeah. And everyone on the boat is like, yeah, that's a great idea. Good Mm -hmm. job. Except Rizzo notices that the pirates have Jim. Yep. Damn. And I feel like most people would be like, well, that's just a weird little 12 year old boy. Oh, well. Yeah. But Captain Smollett is a good guy. He is a good guy. And he knew Jim's father. We're going to go get him back. Yeah. And I mean, he's the reason that the whole trip got funded in the first place because he has yeah. the map. So it was probably nice to go get him. I mean, he's just a little orphan boy, but. On the island, the band is playing a nice little song while the pirates pick on Jim. I know. And the the band is like, what what side are we on? <laughs> like, just play the gig, man. Right. Don't want to get involved with the politics. <laughs> Yeah, they've the pirates have blindfolded Jim and they're like kind of passing him around, like pushing him, you know, around or whatever. And then they put him in front of Long John and pull off his blindfold, and Long John is just decked out in captain's gear. He's got a big old hat, looks with great, the feather. He's so handsome. He just looks so nice. Yeah, and, and evil. Yeah, <laughs> nicely evil. <laughs> but Long John's like, hey, join us. Be our friend. We will share the treasure with you. Do you think Captain Smollett was gonna share? That treasure? Yeah. No. No, we're but we're a family. We'll make sure you get an equal share. Yeah. But Jim says, you know, you're nothing but murdering pirates. And Long John's like, <laughs> pirates. <laughs> and then it's song time. Yeah. When you're a professional pirate. <laughs> Great fucking song. It's a really good song. And it's, there's a part where he gets picked up by two of his guys and he's like come on guys this is my only number yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's like let's do it big yeah i thought that was cute yeah yeah so they they're singing it and he's like come on join us if you let us use your compass we'll give you a full share of Mm -hmm. the treasure yep then we see gonzo rizzo and captain smollett are getting into a lifeboat to come save jim and they leave beaker Fozzie, and dr livacy dr honeydew Mm. on board and then we go back to the island the pirates the pirate party and jim hears a cannonball and he says see captain smollett is coming to rescue me and long john's like well hang on i took the liberty of hiding some of my best crew aboard if we hear a second shot it means that they've taken over and i'm the new captain and so they all kind of wait <laughs> captain and then they hear a second one they're like yeah pirates are in charge and jim's just like well damn okay i guess i'll you know join up what choice do i have right yeah long john especially is like give me your compass and he's like no and he says i'll be taking it either way jim which is like kind of sad because it's again you know it's this guy being like i don't want to force you like i want to be your friend but like you're being kind of a butthead about this yeah and so jim gives it to him so captain smollett and crew have made it to the island but they're like it's too dark to do anything 
we'll just go to bed for the night and when the sun comes up we'll start looking for Jim. Mm-hmm. And they don't even like make camp. No, they just lay down in the sand. <laughs> They're just like, this is where we will sleep. Yep. And they blow out their candle or whatever and their lantern and they're trying well kermit captain captain kermit and gonzo fall asleep immediately mm-hmm. but rizzo is like freaked out so he's kind of just like ah. but then a bunch of eyes appear in the dark behind him mm-hmm. and rizzo's like oh, i'm just gonna light a match and he does and we see that they are surrounded by pigs yep so now we see long john and company headed down the trail towards the treasure they're counting their steps and using Jim's compass to point in the direction and following the map. Mm-hmm. They see a bunch of skeletons hanging from a tree. Yep. Long John's like, oh yeah, old Flinty threw him up there to help point the way. We're on the trail, boys. And then we see Smollett, Gonzo, and Rizzo, who have been tied up. And we meet Spa-Am, <laughs> who is the high priest of the boars. I am Spa-Am. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Hormel Foods Corporation, who makes Spam. Yeah. Sued the production company for naming the warthog Spa-Am, but their suit got defeated in 1995. Mm. And the judge noted that one might think Hormel would welcome the association with a genuine source of pork. Oh, <laughs> damn, judge. <laughs> but anyway, Spa-Am says, you are our prisoners and you have to answer to our queen. Boom, shakalaka. I know. I love that it's boom, shakalaka, but they emphasize the wrong part and shakalaka. it's shakalaka yeah that's great this scene as you probably could have guessed mm. was one of my faves as a child just because there's an elephant in it and yep. the elephant is covered in flowers and i'm just like man this is how i want to enter every situation yeah. on the back of an elephant covered in flowers i also love i don't know why but I love that this scene is all Muppets, mm-hmm. except the elephant is a real elephant. They yeah. didn't like, build a Muppet elephant. They were just like, they just put her on an elephant. I know. I just think, I just thought it was cute. It is cute. Yeah. And all the boars are like, boom, shaka laka laka, boom, shaka laka And there's, yeah, it's very like dramatic and the music swells and then she shows up and then she's just like, the pulls the curtain aside and she's like, it's me. What? She has an anteater with her. What's its name? Oh, I forget. It's just not an English oh, it's name. Flaubert. Yes, Flaubert. Yeah. So of course, it's Miss Piggy. Yeah. With an anteater named Flaubert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but her character's name is Benjamina Gunn. Yes. They kind of like I said at the top, it's Benjamin Gunn. It's just like a dude that got marooned on the island. Yeah. But they're like, well, where are we going to put Miss Piggy? So now it's Benjamina. It would be so in Treasure Island. Are Benjamin and Captain Smollett in love? No. Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> that would be a much better story. He's just a guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because she comes out of her little elephant carriage mm-hmm. with her anteater, makes this grand entrance, and then falls down a bunch of stairs. Yeah. And then it's just like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, you run my entrance. <laughs> in, in Treasure Island, I don't think that Smollett and Ben Gunn even know each other. I think that he oh. was just a part of Flint's crew and got marooned there. Oh, okay. But I'm not sure. Anyway, I didn't read the whole thing fair benjamina recognizes smollett yeah of course and they have this small short moment of being like it's you yeah she's like smolly he's like mina and then then she punches him she punches (laughs) (laughs) all right so the pirates the bad guys have counted their 312 paces and they have come to a cliff face covered in moss 
It really is a curse, says Polly, but Long John says, fuck that. <laughs> yep. And starts hacking at the moss. Yeah. And when you know it, there's a cave inside. Whoa. Of which they find, in which they find, inside of which, in, side the cave which they find. <laughs> cave witch. <laughs> a bunch of chests and yeah? a bunch of dirt. Whoa. They didn't even bury it. They're just sitting there. Yeah, they're all so excited. They're like, hell yeah, we don't have to dig it up. Yeah. And they open all the chests and they are very empty, except for like the dust and spider webs. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the pirates are irate. Oh, no. <laughs> and they all threaten to kill Long John. <laughs> There's another thing out of the hundreds of things from this movie that lives in my brain. It's just Mad Monty going, I say... We should kill him. <laughs> it's like very calm about it. Um, but the pirates all attack Long John and he pulls out his guns and tells Jim to run. Yeah. And Jim's like, what? Why? He stops, you know, and says, why are you doing this for me? And Long John says, because I like you, boy. I hope you didn't think I was lying about that. Aww. And Jim's just like, okay, and runs off and Long John starts shooting. And then it makes you, I like. I know that this is based on a classic tale, but I love the like the bad guy with a golden heart yeah. type thing. It's very not, you know, I don't like when stories are always so black and white of like good guy, bad guy. Like, yeah. it's nice that this this guy isn't all bad. Exactly. So now we're back with the pigs. Yes. And Spam goes and gets Smollett so that he can go talk to Benjamina. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> the Swedish chef is there with just a fake, a very fake looking pig nose like clearly on elastic on his face yeah and he's just doing his like (laughs) making food and then one of the like the little tomatoes and stuff on his table are like how else are we gonna get him in the movie and that that's that's his only part but it's perfect and that's all we needed (laughs) and then we see rizzo and gonzo are still tied up and rizzo starts freaking out and he's just like what are we gonna do you know like and then he realizes that like he's loose and then there's Jim, and he's untied yeah. both of them. And he's like, come on, we have to go save the captain. Yes. And back with the pirates, <laughs> one of them is crying because Long John shot dead Tom. Yeah. But he says, dead Tom's always been dead. <laughs> That's why he's called dead Tom. And he says, oh, and just drops just him. Drops and his bones. Bone clattering noises. <laughs> yeah. But they've got Long John all tied to a tree. And Polly has Clueless give him a piece of paper mm-hmm. that has the black spot on it yep but long john uses reverse psychology on them and is like you desecrated a page from the bible oh how could you Mm -hmm. the red hot gates of hell are creeping open he goes satan is hating his pocus for you and they're all just like oh god he's just (laughs) yeah you blasphemous heathens fall down on your knees and beg for forgiveness so they're all just like shit okay (laughs) yeah they do so they do and they're just like oh we're so sorry and then so he's like i forgive you (laughs) (laughs) now untie me now untie me let's go get that treasure yep and they do they untie him and they head off to find the actual treasure yeah that's great so jim and gonzo and rizzo have gone to find the boat that they came in but when they find it it is full of arrows and spears (laughs) so they can't yeah take it jim's like well maybe we could swim Back to the ship, and Rizzo's like, um, the ship is full of pirates. Right. <laughs> but then they see Mr. Arrow yeah. in the lifeboat that he left in days ago. Yeah. And he's like, well, it's definitely safe. Yeah, it's a very safe little boat. Uh, by the way, that silver fellow may not be trustworthy. Oh, no ship. 
<laughs> the rats, again, on their own little adventure are like walking through the island and the having a little tour and the guide is like, now up on our right is an actual set from the movie Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, okay, come on. Lots to see. Move along, move along. So then we see Smollett and Benjamina mm-hmm. who are catching up. I was looking for a word, but I couldn't think of it. Yeah, not reconciling. Yeah. Just catching up. I mean, yeah. really. Yeah. yeah. But Benjamina is mad because they were supposed to get married and Captain Smollett left her at the altar. And he says, well, I got cold feet. And she says, you're a frog. You're supposed to have cold feet. <laughs> but she says after he abandoned her, she took up with Captain Flint and he marooned her there on the island. Yeah. And just then, all the pirates show up. And Long John says, oh, hello, Benjamina. Yep. And Benjamina says, hello, Long John. Long John. <laughs> And Captain Smollett just goes, him too? (laughs) She says, I'm a pig. I need commitment. (laughs) Which is hilarious. Also, just the implication that Long John Silver has a big dick is hilarious. (laughs) And slept with a pig. (laughs) Very weird. Yeah. So apparently the nickname Long John means that he has a very long memory and he holds grudges for a long time. Oh, okay. That's I, I don't know why I never like questioned what it meant. I was just like, yeah, it's just a weird nickname. It's just Long John. Pirates have weird nicknames. Yeah. No, it's because he has, you know, a very long memory, especially for grudges. He has a long memory. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But there is like director's commentary like with like interviews from the cast and Tim Curry's like, well, I do love a bacon roll. <laughs> so he's very much just like, oh yeah, I slept with that pig. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he leaned in. <laughs> he would. Because he's a fucking treasure. I mean, if he's going to be a sexy smog cloud, he may as well fuck a pig. Right? <laughs> so Long John's like, anyway, yeah. pleasantries out of the way. Where's the treasure? And she tries to just be like, She's like, I'm maybe I just won't tell you. And then uh, we see the pigs come in. They throw a spear and they're like, hey, fuck off, basically. Yeah, we're going to protect our queen. Yeah. You know, like, you can't take us down. Look at all of us. There's a bunch of us. Give up now. We can puny pirate man or die like stinking dog. Yeah. But then Long John shoots at him and blows his headdress off. And he's like, hmm, me see you have boom boom stick. Bye. <laughs> they all just leave. <laughs> And then ben- Benjamin is like, there is no treasure. Uh-huh. But of course, Long John does not believe her. Yeah, she's wearing a pearl necklace with gold doubloons on it. Right, yeah. And so he snatches Smollett to make her talk. Mm. Then we're back aboard the Hispaniola. We see all the pirates just sitting around being bored. One of them is crocheting a Jolly Roger. Yeah, like you do. And so Jim and Gonzo and Rizzo sneak in to free Livesey, Beaker, and Squire Trelawney. Mm-hmm. And then they dress up Mr. Arrow... <laughs> like a ghost yeah they cover him in seaweed cover him in like flower and seaweed and then he like rises up from below deck and is like boogie 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 (laughs) i am the ghost of samuel arrow and they all freak out and they jump off ship boogie pirates (laughs) pirates are very superstitious are very superstitious yeah so yay the ship is theirs again yeah so long john has captain smollett tied up and he's hung him by his feet off of a cliff from a tree. Yes. And Benjamin is like, you can't hurt him. I'll tell you where the treasure is. And Captain Smollett's like, don't tell him because if you do, he's just going to kill you too. Like, it's fine. Just yeah. save yourself, whatever. Yeah. 
And then she gets scared because she doesn't want him to die. So she says, North Trail, split level hut with the pink lawn furniture. You can't miss it. Mm-hmm. Now let him go, you scoundrel. Uh-huh. But he doesn't. Nope. He smooches her. Yeah. <laughs> and the next thing we see is that she has also been tied up and is hung upside down next to Captain Smollett. And there is a fire burning through the ropes that are holding them up. It's so elaborate. They I know. should have just chucked them over the edge. <laughs> no, he, he wanted them to face their deaths. I guess. You know, before it's like, I'm going to tie him up to get you to talk. You know, right. be in the fa- if I already, if I just chuck him over the edge, then what's the, you know, I've got no leverage. But yeah, at this point, it's just like, <laughs> toss her. No, we'll build a fire. Yes. Hung up some ropes. It's very silly. But it's cute. They're hanging there together. And Captain Smollett says, you know, it's okay. The past is behind us and the future <laughs> below us. But it's fine because we have each other and we are together again. And they start holding hands and they sing their little song. Love, let us hear. Yeah. It's very sweet. And it's funny because while that is happening, we also see that Long John and his crew have yeah. found Benjamina's house and it's full of treasure. Oh, and yeah. they're all just like wearing crowns right. and necklaces Tossing of it around. gold and yeah taking gold coin baths and <laughs> everybody's you know happy in this moment yeah, they, <laughs> they got what they wanted kind of funny oh i did have a moment where i was like how do you split something this is getting even with dad all over again how do you split up this kind of treasure be like well make sure you get a fair share be like well what if yours is worth more than mine yeah and the gold market is always fluctuating yeah I was like, well, my pockets are full of rubies. I don't know. I just don't know how this stuff works between pirates. Anyway, that's their problem. Yeah, I don't know. As the song ends, Benjamina's rope snaps and she starts falling, but Smollett catches her and he is doing the most intense, like, Kermit scrunch face with his his eyeballs popping out. (laughs) She's like, Smolly, you saved me. And he's like, (laughs) struggling. So Long John and the others are taking the treasure back to the ship when it comes around the corner towards them at full speed. Yeah. And they can't see anybody driving it. Yeah. They're like, ooh, the ship is being p- captained by a ghost. The mm-hmm. ghost of Captain Flint. He's coming out. to get us. Yeah. And they take off running. But Long John's like, get back here, you cowards. Yeah. Jim can see that Smollett and Benjamina are hanging from the cliff and he steers the ship over to them. He... Puts out a net to catch them. Yeah. And they miss entirely. Yeah. But they are caught. Yeah. By Staler and Waldorf. Yeah. He says, Waldorf, you old fool. We're heroes. We saved the pig and the frog. Well, it was too late to save the movie. So they crash land on the island. Yep. (laughs) Coming in way too hot. Yeah. So Arrow grabs a couple of swords swings to shore to give the captain his sword and there's a big fight yeah in which gonzo pulls all of his starfish <laughs> out of his pants uses them like throws them at Pepe. ninja throwing stars <laughs> <laughs> and then we see at one point like smollett and company are kind of like back up against a wall and then sweetums who is like the really big muppet yeah takes a log and they're like oh fuck you know like we're that guy's gonna kill us mm. and he just like takes out all the pirates and he's like, no, I'm on your side. I love you guys. And they're yeah. like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and also we learn that Captain Smollett, like his shirt comes unbuttoned and he has like a tattoo of Benjamina on it's his so chest. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so cute. Yeah, he's he's going to fight Long John. Mm-hmm. And he like 
Yeah, does his shirt come open or does he rip it open? I don't remember. But it's just so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> to imagine Kermit with a tattoo of Miss Piggy. I know. It's so cute. It really is. But he goes up to Long John Silver and starts cutting up his jacket. Yeah. The scene is so funny. <laughs> Tim Curry's face journey yes. while he experiences all of the buttons being cut off of his jacket. Because, yeah. like, Smollett's not doing any kind of damage except for just, yeah, cutting off, and like... he's moving so fast. The, like, the frippery of yeah. his jacket, you know? Yeah, the, the decorative buttons and, like, the cuffs and everything. Yeah, and, and Long John's like, just <laughs> standing there. And Long John's going... Ah. <laughs> He's appalled. And Captain Smollett's going, pretty good, eh? But then he accidentally flings his sword and he's like, I'm a frog. I've got slippery hands. Long John thinks he's got him. But then Jim Hawkins steps in and says, if you're going to kill the captain, you'll have to kill me. Yeah. And then everyone else comes in too and is like, you're going to have to kill me and yeah. me and me. Kill Jim Hawkins and you'll have to kill me. And everyone has changed into an open-throated white billowy shirt at yes. some point. Like, they weren't wearing this two <laughs> seconds ago. But now they're all dressed just like Captain Smollett and they're all holding a sword. And it's very funny. Yep. So Long John gives up, hands over his sword. He's like, you got me. And now we're back. He's back in the brig. Of the yeah. Hispaniola. He's locked up. All the bad pirates are down there. Yeah. And it's funny because he's in his own room, mm-hmm. his own cell, and everybody else is shoved into the other one. Yeah. <laughs> but he's sitting there and he realizes that he still has Mr. Arrow's keys. Yeah, he's sitting there. He's like, huh, what's in my pocket? Oh. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So then late in the night, Jim is sleeping and wakes up to hear, like he hears this noise. So he wakes up mm-hmm. and he goes to find Long John loading all the treasure into a lifeboat. And getting away. But Jim, they have a little bit of a standoff because Jim is like, no, you have to go back to London to be to face trial you yeah. know, for piracy. Yeah. And Long John's like, eh, that doesn't sound fun. And like, I've always been your friend. Like, I've always been nice to you. You could just let me go. And so Long John's got his gun pointed at Jim and Jim has like a whistle in his the mouth. The whistle. Yeah. yeah. He's going to wake everybody up to come and get him. Mm-hmm. But neither of them can pull the trigger either proverbially or literally (laughs) yeah yeah and they just kind of let each other go and it's just really cute because they're both crying Mm. and long john is the first one to lower his gun and he's like i could never hurt you you know he just kind of resigns to his fate because he doesn't want to shoot jim which is really cute he says you're honest and brave and true you didn't learn that from me yeah and they both have tears in their little eyes i know And he, Jim says, I learned it from my friends, Mr. Silver. Now get, I never want to see you again. Mm-hmm. And so he does. And so he starts like rowing away. But then he's like, oh, Jim, I forgot. And he tosses back his dad's compass. And then he sails off into the fog. What if he had been like, oh, Jim, I forgot. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> just killed him. <laughs> I just remembered I'm a pirate. <laughs> but while Jim is standing there crying and watching him row away into the fog and holding onto his compass and experiencing... Every emotion possible for a 12-year-old boy. Yeah. Captain Smollett comes up behind him and says, Well done, Jim. <laughs> Your father would be proud. Aww. But then Mr. Arrow comes up and he says, I have terrible news. One of the lifeboats is missing and I know for a fact that it was very unsafe. <laughs> and then we see Long John trying to bail out with a little golden bucket because his lifeboat is sinking and all the treasure is going down with it. Yeah. And he finally is just like, ah, 
And he starts swimming for the island off With in the distance. One leg. I yeah. hope he can make it. It's going to be hard. Hopefully it's like pretty shallow. Yeah. For most of it. Yeah. Uh, the end. Yeah. That's it. Well, all the treasure floats down. And during the credits, all of the vacationing rats are collecting treasure. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Replay? Rewind? Rewind. What? Just kidding. <laughs> Replay. Like, I know you were kidding, but the possibility <laughs> that you weren't. <laughs> no, it's a replay. Yeah. Maybe I'll go watch it later today. I loved it so much. It was so good. So silly. I'm definitely going to listen to the soundtrack later. Yes. Did it make you cry? No. No. But were I in a sensitive feeling mood, I think definitely the end would have yeah. gotten me. Yeah. It made me tear up a little bit. Yeah. Just them crying at each other and just being like, I know. You didn't learn that from me. But yeah, it didn't, didn't quite get me. Uh, so it came out February 16th, 1996. Mm-hmm. It had a budget of $31 million. It only made $34.3 million. What? I don't understand. It's so good. I don't... And it's the Muppets. I don't understand Muppet movies not just being immediately successful. I know. The, I just the, feel like... The bar for a good Muppet movie is has Muppets in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's like... it. It's good. Here's my $10. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even have time to go see it, but you can just have money just so you keep making yeah. Muppet movies. I wonder if it was just like weird timing. I don't know. Something else going on. I truly do not understand. Because Muppet movie in the 90s, success. I agree. And Tim Curry's there. Yeah, and Tim Curry's there being a cute <laughs> old man in a little skirt. Baffling. I know. Uh, it does have a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not high enough. No, but it's at least it's not low. But it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Roger Ebert gave it two and a half stars. Shut up, Roger Ebert. Okay. You idiot. I know that this is a regular episode and not a Patreon episode, mm-hmm. so everyone won't know this. Yeah. But Roger Ebert gave Anaconda three and a half stars. Three and a half stars. <laughs> he Loved gave it. Muppet Treasure Island two and a half stars. This man's decisions are baffling. The fuck, Mr. I don't get it. Ebert. So, I only have a couple little trivia things about the people in this movie. Frank Oz normally mm-hmm. is the puppeteer for miss piggy Fozzie bear and sam the eagle but he was directing bowfinger at the time so he couldn't do it oh. so kevin clash stepped in oh, nice. and did all the principal puppeteering duties including so he puppeteered those three mm. guys and he's the voice of polly the lobster oh okay yeah and then oz frank oz came back and re-recorded their voices in post-production yeah, I was going to say, the voices are spot on, so... Yeah, he, he didn't... Th- yeah, that would be really talented if yeah. Kevin Clash was like, I, we, Frank Oz could just never come back. I could just do all of his jobs. But no, it's him doing the voices. He just didn't get to do the puppeteering. Yeah. And he'd already participated in recording a read-through, so Kevin Clash used those recordings to make sure that his movements... Matched up. Matched the way that Frank Oz would have done it based on the way that he talks. Yeah. It's just really cute, you mm-hmm. know, that he's, like, making sure... That it was done together. Right. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Clash said that Frank Oz gave him like a rundown of each of the characters to try and be like, here's the person that I think about when I'm playing. Yeah. And said that Fozzie Bear was similar to comedian Jerry Lewis. Yeah. And described Miss Piggy as a truck driver wanting to be a woman. Oh. <laughs> Just a little rough. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And she's perfect. She is perfect. So I thought that was really cute. Yeah. <laughs> I know she deals with so men. much. Yeah, she's like the only the way that they should woman be. Muppet. Yeah, and she's just like, oh, a problem. I'm gonna roundhouse kick it in the <laughs> face, and I love that about her. Yes, 
and then immediately turns around and it's just like, <laughs> she's so beautiful. So David Bowie and Mick Jagger were both seriously considered for the role of Long John Silver before Tim Curry was cast, mm-hmm. which it's, I mean, it's one of those things that like, yeah, I mean, David Bowie would have been fun. Mick Jagger would have been fun, but nobody could come close to a Tim Curry performance. Yes. He's the best. I think David Bowie would have been too slinky. Yes. That's the only word I can think of for it. Yeah, I think slinky is a good word. And Mick Jagger the same way. He's very small and very wiry. He's always yeah. moving around. Yeah. But he's just a tiny little man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. But the, this part of, like, uh, a, a bad guy who is also charming and, like, warm. Yeah. And has, like, this big full laugh, yeah. I think, is what makes the character so compelling. And he's so... What's the word? It's, like, the opposite of putting you on edge. He just... You're just comforted. You're, um, I don't know. Not good at words today. Yeah. You just want to give him a little kiss. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, I do. I do. (laughs) I really do. In this movie, especially. Kevin Bishop, who plays Jim Hawkins, Mm -hmm. went on to do more acting after this. He had his own sketch show called The Kevin Bishop Show. Cute. And now, most notably, he provides the speaking voice for 2D of gorillas. Oh, interesting yeah huh i know all right good for him and then the last thing which i will link a picture in the show notes because it's friggin' adorable is that the muppet like the muppet makers made a muppet of tim curry as long john silver to give to him after like production wrapped up as a gift yeah they're just like here's you as a puppet as a muppet sweet and he was like love that and now i assume it's still in his house until i break in and steal it (laughs) where else would it be that's it what a great movie. I know. What a great time. Yep. Very happy. Yeah. This is my favorite Muppets movie. And it's the first movie that I ever saw Tim Curry in. Oh, and yeah. And it's my favorite, probably one of my favorite Tim Curry movies. I do love Clue a lot. Yeah. He's just, but... he's just good at what he's doing. Yep. When he's not a penguin. Yeah. <laughs> I do think it's interesting the movies that they chose to do with Muppets mm-hmm. between like this one and Christmas Carol. Yeah. They're just not for kids. No. This one feels more fun and adventurous, but it does have a lot more references to drinking and death. Yeah. It's a very serious story about pirates and revenge. Yes. But it's also cute and fun and silly and about friendship and, yeah, you know, taking care of each other. Yeah. They originally we're going to have the role of jim hawkins split up by gonzo and rizzo and they were going to be characters named jim and hawkins oh and just have it be the two of them mm-hmm. but then they were like no what if we let's put in like a real human boy and make it more of a coming of age tale yeah and i think it really works out that way yeah because a lot better i feel like what's missing from christmas carol is that the main character is an old man yeah <laughs> which is Fun and good, and obviously, we love Michael Caine. He did a great job. Oh, yeah. But as we've said so many times before, a kid's movie without a kid in it is just strange. That's a little bit weird. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, one kid in Muppet Christmas Carol, and he's very sad because he's dying. And he's, like, a very minor character. I mean, yeah. he's got Tiny Tim. But, like, yeah, yeah. there's no, there's nobody to relate to. Mm-hmm. But it is, I mean, it's still. Yeah, it's still great. Perfect. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Duh. But, um, but so I was this one. I mean, it's not too late, but I would love to see them do more of these. Like, yeah, me too. 
Muppet movies are fun. And I wonder if, but, because this one wasn't a huge success, why they yeah. didn't do more? I don't know. I saw a suggestion one time. I think this is what it was, or maybe this is just what I took from it, but I think it would be great. I don't want to steal anybody's idea, but whatever. Um, of them doing like a Muppet version of Frankenstein. Oh. And they're just like, as they're he's putting together this monster, it's like Muppet parts. Yeah. But then when the electricity comes and he's like, he's alive, and they do the reveal, it should just be a human actor. And they like never... Uh, you know mention the fact that it's like i sewed you together from different colored muppet parts and now it's just like a man <laughs> like and i was like that would be so funny that would be hilarious i thought you were gonna say the electricity sparks and then it's revealed that it's just kermit <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny too although yeah. i think kermit should play dr, dr. Frankenstein. frankenstein yeah yeah i nominate paul rudd as frankenstein's <gasps> monster that's a great idea yeah i love this plan yeah Again, yeah. Brian Henson, give right. us a call. We got yeah. ideas. Is he still alive? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Can call us from wherever he is. Yeah, there are <laughs> somebody's running the Muppets. A Henson, call me. Get at us. We got ideas. But uh, that's all I got. So thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. We appreciate you. And uh, if you want to talk to us, let us know. Give us some info, facts, fun trivia, whatever you think about the Muppets. Tell us what kind of Muppet you would be. Whatever. We're on the internet at uh, replay rewind podcast at gmail.com or replay rewind podcast on Instagram or replay rewind pod on Twitter. And there's a Tumblr too, probably. Oh, yeah. I don't know if there's anything on it, but it's there. Meh. So reach out. Tell us you love us. Yeah. Tell a Henson to call us. Truly, if you know any of, the, if you, if you know somebody who knows a Henson. <laughs> Fucking hit us up, dude. If you want to listen to our other episodes, you can do that on Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, really wherever you get them. If you want more bonus content, you can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast. Or if you're like, I don't know if I want to pay a monthly fee, you could check out our coffee page where you can just get the bonus movies that we do every month for like $5. And it's that tight. is K-O-F-I. Yeah, if you go to our Instagram and you go to the bio, there's a link. It'll take you to all the cool places. You can get like Redbubble stickers of like goofy shit that I have drawn. <laughs> <laughs> there's all kinds of cool shit going on there. So just uh, just check that out. If you sign up for our Patreon, we'll send you a sticker. We'll shout out your name on the show. You get all kinds of cool bonus episodes. It's great. Go check it out. It's the best. If you have the ability to like and rate and subscribe or even just tell a friend, that also helps us out. A super bunch. It's just the two of us making this podcast in my garage. So, you know, anything that you can do in a garage, guys, to support us, get us out of this garage. For you, we're in a garage. Would be tight. It's cold. So, what are we talking about next week, Bucket Snake? Well, next week, we're going to talk about the romantic tale of a sheltered uptown cocker spaniel dog and a streetwise downtown mutt. I literally have no guesses. What could it be? No idea. What if I talked like this for the entire show? I would quit. I sound like the guy from Dateline. <laughs> Perfect. In the meantime, stay fresh, cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs> 